Hey everybody, you're listening to my podcast Suchitra's Life with me Suchitra and in today's episode we have with us Vaibhav who is a chef with over 6 years of experience and is currently working as a food consultant. So I managed to pick his brain a lot. So let's dive into the conversation. Hi Viber, welcome to my podcast. How are you doing today? Hi Sushitra, it's been an you know privilege to be in your podcast. I really like that. Uh, so today basically it was my week off. I didn't. I pretty much did nothing else other than cleaning the house and did some household other household chores. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was binge watching some Netflix series on currently. Okay. I, How was your day? Yeah, my day is it's it's good. Like so far, so good. So I just have like a, a weird thought. Like, do chefs eat exotic food every day? Uh, so this is a great question. So basically, what happens is when we cook anything for a customer, all right. Basically, we prepare from scratch all the cutting, chopping, okay, pre-marination, marination, pre-cooking of the food, keeping it on the shelves, heating it up and plating, and everything we do do it for the customer. In that span of time, it takes around like four to five hours to do that. In that span of time, we lost our appetite. Oh okay, and daily cooking the same exotic food also gives us a disinterest towards that food. For our own consumption, not for the customer, mm-hmm. but for our own consumption. So what we do is, in, in restaurants and hotels, we prepare our own meal. Oh. Okay, so Jessica, for example, we prepare our own meal. If I'm cooking a burger for someone, I would prepare dal chawal or homely kind of a meal. Oh. Rice, roti, sabzi roti, okay. Mm-hmm. This kind of stuff I'll prepare, parathas and all. Oh. But I won't eat that exotic food much. Sometimes if I feel like having it, I'll just have it just a bite or two, just for a tasting purpose, so that the customer gets the correct food with the correct taste and all. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, why about how long you've been in this industry? I mean, you know, uh, give us a little brief about where are you from? How did you even get into this? So basically, uh, I'm from, I belong to Uttar Pradesh. I belong to the city Bareilly. And I've been in this industry for six years till now. And I started, uh, I came here in Hyderabad for my culinary degree. I studied my culinary art from Culinary Academy of India. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of cuisines there from regional Indian cuisine to Western cuisines to Pan Asian and Oriental cuisine as well. From cold kitchen to hot kitchen, pastry, bakery, everything we have been taught. Okay. Okay. And after that, I started working for a hot, uh, property in a, a restaurant uh, for a year. And then I, when a company hired me for a, for a consultant, basically. Okay. So I started food consultant, uh, more of a restaurant consultant, where how if a person wants to open up a restaurant, but he has a no, he has no idea how to open up a restaurant. And he has money. He has a lot of money, 75 lakhs, 80 lakhs, 60 lakhs. And he wants to open up a restaurant, but he, uh, and he has no idea where to start. So we are there to help him out how to 
uh, design the kitchen what kind of concept has to be that uh, open up what is the current market trend what all can be added in the menu how you can uh, we will provide him the staff we will train the staff all right we'll be there for his soft launch food tasting food trials and then we'll be there for his grand launch when he, the restaurant will be open for the customers then after that we'll be handling over the operations okay. completely in a systematic way mm-hmm. for the time being okay so you started off as a chef you worked at couple of uh, hotels i believe and then you moved into uh yeah role of a food consultant so, yes um how i mean i mean this is all like an amazing career graph but how did you like how did you know that you are going to be a chef or you know you are like drawn towards cooking how did or how did this happen like were you like while growing up you were in the kitchen trying to do something by yourself yeah so we had an interest this is a interesting story uh during when i was a child my grandpa and my dad used to cook a lot oh, wow. in the kitchen during the weekends during their holidays and all we used to cook some chicken curry okay home style chicken curry and the way of process of making that curry was very long he my dad and my uh, we used to cook mutton also mm-hmm. fish and a lot of other stuff we used to have some guests over and we cook for them we used to have barbecue nights also and from that the process of cooking and all uh, how the food was being uh, marinated what all spices used to go there how it was cooked and all the fire and the way of uh, the taste and all inspired me a lot to know about it more and then i started watching a lot of uh, series like gordon ramsay cut shows was there on fox travel fox traveler and tlc there were a lot of uh, traveling shows cooking shows and all man versus food was there so i got used to inspire i used, got used to inspired from those things and all how they prepare that product how they used to prepare that dish specifically how they used to play present that dish how much the customer loves the food and how they thank them and all so it pretty much inspired me to become a chef i started making from what i what do you say uh from a popcorn i used i prepared a popcorn in a cooker that time i burnt my hand oh. also all right and that was the first thing which i have prepared i was around like 10 years old not much Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I started preparing Maggi rice. Then I started to prepare, you know, uh, home style, home karpe banayi sabzi and all. Then I started preparing different different stuff from uh, watching different different shows on TV because at that time we didn't used to have internet and YouTube. Yeah. And YouTube and all these uh, reels and these things came recently after I started. Uh, were joining my culinary arts. Mhm. After covid only they started. So before that we used to have cookbooks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my dad and my my dad had a lot of cookbooks from many authors like Tarla Dalal, Sanjeev Kapoor. Okay, a lot of cookbooks were there. And we had some really old cookbooks as well. I used to try those recipes at home. Nice. And that ingredients which used to go there and how the food was cooked like sometimes you can cook a good 
uh, what do you say? You can cook some food inside the earth, dug up a hole, mm-hmm. put some uh, burning coals, put your food on top, cover it with mud, and then put some coals on top, and it gives a neat, really nice flavor to that food. Uh, we used to do this for the chicken. Okay. Then we used to slow roast some vegetables and all. On a what do you say? During winter times, it was really cold. All right. So what we used to do is we used to marinate some tomatoes, some uh, some bell pepper stuff with some uh, dal ka stuffing and all dal and paneer ka stuffing. And then we used to roast it on that uh, 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 sigri. Sigri is what we used to uh, keep our hands and warm. when there was no heater and all oh. so it's made with coal and all it's like a small barbecue oven but it's just used for hand it's used for uh, heating up your body and all mm-hmm. that's all so on that we used to cook some food or as well so that pretty much inspired me and then when i started uh, i joined culinary academy of india in 2018 okay okay and then before that i used to work one year as an intern intern and after that i uh, had my degree finished and then we start i started working as a chef and all and then i joined as a food consultant okay so um i'm i'm intrigued about your course like do they teach you all the cuisines of the world or it's just you can pick what you want to learn or how no how so how what it happens is first on the first year we used to learn the basics how to cut vegetables how to chop vegetables how to have, every vegetable has a different cut and different shape and different size accordingly mm. what it is for then we used to prepare gravies and all how, for example paneer butter masala if you have eaten have you eaten paneer butter masala yes yes of course you must have eaten so it is made prepared with tomato makhani gravy oh. okay it's with blend of some kashmiri red chilies cashew nuts poppy seeds and all mm. all right with some cream then we have some ghar ka chop masala then we have some green gravy made with spinach yeah. then we have some yellow gravy made with peanuts and sesame seeds then we have some white gravy made with cashew nuts and on mm. white onions yeah so a different gravy so different different five basic gravies are in indian cuisine which we learned after that in from that this is all about basic then we used to prepare for bakery pastry we used to prepare bread rolls bread mm-hmm. and basic basic custards puddings and all that was how we started from a basic then we went for advanced mm-hmm. second and then we learned about different cuisine around the world western cuisine and all so we learned everything a lot of things which we learned but we always started with some basics first got it so what's your signature dish like you know you're known for that uh so basically i don't have a specific signature dish my signature dish is basically handmade pastas and all mm-hmm. which i which i am confident about that i can make really good okay and uh, yeah my main forte is in pan asian cuisine and continental cuisine okay okay yeah what's your favorite 
dish like you know but you love eating and you love cooking both uh i what my favorite dish which i love eating and cooking is in india indian cuisine and which is called uh mamsam gyros which i recently have eaten in hyderabad when i came in hyderabad oh okay so gyros mamsam is amazing i just love the taste and all how it was prepared i used to prepare that a lot okay but and it's a really good dish which i would love eating with some lachha paratas any time mm-hmm. and the dish you don't really enjoy cooking or <laughs> what would that be i'm just curious uh the dish which i won't enjoy cooking and eating would be what is any sort of a dessert i don't like desserts and all okay no so i don't like i honestly don't prefer like uh, bread puddings like shahi tukda mm-hmm. okay and these kind of puddings and all i don't prefer i in general i don't like desserts okay. i would have it like as a bite or so to just to after i have eaten my food just to have a sweeter taste on my mouth but i won't eat it because i want to have it oh okay got it all right so uh viber now like you are a food consultant so you are an independent food consultant like you are not tied up with anybody or it's just your no 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 i work for a company right now okay uh and basically the co-founder um or we started with two people and now we have 11 people basically me and one my senior chef he start we started and then now we have 11 people in the company all right all right that's great so um so uh, for example if somebody has you know um done their culinary arts course or even for someone who's wanting to get into you know uh, culinary arts what advice would you give like you know a sort of a road map kind of a thing how do you think they should i mean it's not the only advice i'll give them is don't give up even if you think that in the this industry is very hard even if you think that industry has a lot of working hours unpredictability in life and a lot of things which may not be in your favor but i would suggest don't ever give up because that kind of toughness in this industry is what in future makes us reputable mm-hmm. okay among in this industry and also give us the experience okay to work in this industry because hotel industry is quite tough mhm and for the chef it's way too tough for them we used to work for like 15 to 18 hours per day mhm and the salary structure is very low like 15000 and per star, starting salary and all mm-hmm. and people used to work for 18 to 18 hours mm-hmm. so and that to like uh, and that timing is no weekends no festival of those kind of thing okay so uh, what are some resources that have helped to you along the way like back then it was probably cookbooks and all and now we have youtube and stuff so do you follow any particular people to enhance your knowledge and you know people i follow a lot of chefs on instagram mm-hmm. like basically 
people who have achieved some Michelin stars or people who have achieved something new or people like I don't like reviews in which people cook some Fanta Maggie or what do you say chocolate Maggie, chocolate pasta, those kind of I hate I food bloggers, honestly speaking. Okay. For people, food bloggers who even promote these kind of stuff, I hate them. Okay. If they're promoting stuff like a good person, uh, you know, a struggling person is selling food for his survival mm-hmm. or a person who is selling good food, those kind of fine. I do, sometimes I don't even know why there are food bloggers also. Okay. Right. Then after that, uh, we start, I follow a lot of people who have achieved some good mission stars in their restaurant and the way of presentation of their food, how they use, how they're innovating different, different cuisines and all. I love that. And history of the food, obviously, which I love to read. Oh, okay. So, you know, as a, as a trained chef, uh, do you also like have to be very, um, stringent when it comes to the hygiene standards or you know yes sort of. we have to be very stringent when it comes to hygiene standards because mm-hmm. uh, if you have an organized kitchen if you have an organized mise en place mise en place is basically your pre-preparation for the food mm-hmm. okay if you have that organized then you will have a organized mind and you can prepare your food easily with a consistent taste and texture and quality Okay. Okay. And hygiene plays a huge role in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like during COVID, people have stopped. I mean, restaurants and everything was just shut down, right? So. Uh, yeah, that was due to only hygiene reasons only. Exactly. A lot of people cannot man maintain hygiene exactly. in their properties, so so a lot of people uh, have to shut down. Usually, thirty thousand restaurants have been open every month. Oh, wow. And 15,000 closes every month. Oh. Uh, during COVID, we all know what had happened. So post-COVID, how's the scene? like? Uh, so post-COVID, the scene is a lot of people have started with the cloud kitchens, their own home bakeries and home foods and all. Exactly. Right. And they have been into B2B business where they are producing, manufacturing goods and fast selling moving goods and selling it on this selling it over a social through social media marketing and all so due to which a lot of chefs have been there's a huge shortage of chefs in the current in restaurants and hotel industry and the hotel industry value is also degraded because the restaurants are paying more to to a chef rather than hotels and a lot of people have known that the hotel industry is much uh, tougher than the restaurant industry, so restaurant is much easier for them. How how would different like I like for our listeners if you explain. so in hotel industry you have some C P F C F and uh, these things cut 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 cut. Okay, for example, if my salary is fifteen thousand, I'll get only thirteen thousand. Yeah. Because after cutting P F and all. Exactly. And uh, but in restaurant we get everything by hand in cash. Okay. So it's like more easier to work in a restaurant and getting full paid because a lot of chefs who work in this industry and are from this industry are not very much educated. 
they don't know how to convert their pf into uh, pension funds into or how to withdraw the pension funds and all mm-hmm. so they choose uh, over restaurants rather than hotels oh, okay and plus in restaurants a lot of the people can get the demanded salary if they want to they can have a bargain in their salary okay but in hotel it's a strict rule for a specific uh, salary structure for a specific reception okay got it um so also viber like what's the myth about your profession is there any myth that you keep hearing from people that you just want to clarify about ha uh, the myth is hotel industry is not at all same as uh, home cooking and all what you see in the kitchen people cooking and all it's not at all same okay hotel industry is way too tough wait you have to be disciplined you have to be organized you have to be strict you have to be punctual okay and you have to have you have to have consistent taste and throughout in your food oh okay. it's not at all like home cooking and all just because you like cooking as a passion it uh, doesn't mean you can survive in this okay yeah that's a very so very oh tough one all right so uh why about like for others like me and other people for us cooking is like a mere interest for mm. me it's not even an interest like i approach it approach it with some sort of like indifference because <laughs> maybe i'm so demotivated or i don't know what but yeah so apart from cooking what else mm. do you do like I used to draw. Wind down. I used I used to draw. I used to paint in during my free time. Oh. And I used to well, like I like to watch anime and binge mm. a lot. So whenever I get time I I'll do well, watch some anime or something like that. Okay. What's the reason? I used to paint and sketch before but I'm not getting time these days so I don't like to keep my sketches and paintings halfway. Yeah. So I stopped start i stop painting at all i've i've seen your sketches they're amazing i think you should think about putting up an art gallery or oh, that's <laughs> just nothing it's just basic all right so uh, what anime are you watching currently i'm watching demon slayer okay and a lot of i'm just watching demon slayer because i only get time to watch that oh okay yeah So, so, so food consultant how are your timings and all like how is your day scheduled so my basically my timings are very much related to the client it's no i don't have my specific own timings i have to be available as per the client's timings available a client a client is someone who is working his regular job 9 to 6 wala and then after that he will be free for his secondary restaurant and all okay so it's uh, so sometimes i am i can i'll be working from 12 am 12 pm to uh, 11 11 pm sometimes it can be around 7:30 to 3 o'clock okay. in the morning 3 o'clock mm-hmm. sometimes it can be night shift also oh okay completely depends but usually it's around 10 o'clock to 7 7 o'clock yeah got it 
and uh, vibhav do you also conduct uh, any sort of workshops like to teach people no i don't i haven't thought, i haven't uh, conducted any workshop but i have that thought in my in my mind for quite a long time mm-hmm. i'm actually looking for resources and things who can help me out to conduct some workshops and all oh okay and if anybody you know any of my listeners if they want to reach out to you like where where can they reach they can contact me on instagram at my instagram id is the mandarin chef yes I'll, i'll tag that in the description as well yeah they can connect me there i i'll be available on that page okay any any final parting thoughts viber for my listeners that you want to share i would suggest uh that work hard work patiently on your pro in your job and think of new ways how you can become uh, how you can achieve some sustainable lifestyle in your in your uh, sustainability in your lifestyle mm-hmm. and if you are aspiring chefs like me i would suggest go go full or go fast and uh, no, i don't think that go fast will be good <laughs> i think if you are starting slow start slow but end it with a bang okay okay that that's uh, that's a great advice i would say we can't yeah. go fast in culinary arts basically yeah exactly we can't go fast in culinary art okay all right thank you for this thank you for giving your presence. thank you so much for this suchitra thank you bye 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 have a nice day you too